0: Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of the Skywatcher What's Up webcast. We cover everything from what's up in the nighttime sky to equipment to helpful tips and tricks. And of course, at the end of the month, we have a special guest to talk about their specialty in the field of astronomy. Now, um, anyway, uh, I hope you had a safe 4th of July for those of you here in the U.S. And uh, for those of you who weren't here, I hope you had a safe week and uh, a good weekend. Um, We're about to go into our another weekend here so uh and that means it is of course friday so we are going to be jumping into this week's episode which is astronomy apps now i know all of us at some point use our you know smart devices our tablets whatever it's kind of the the way the world works now as we use these devices for a variety of things and these are just going to be some of the applications that i've used um now There is a caveat I would like to say. Um, There are thousands of apps out there for astronomy and pretty much everything. And if we don't cover a certain app, that doesn't mean it's not good. It just doesn't mean we put it in there. So I'm sure there's some things that we probably missed. But um, I tried to cover as many of them as possible. And hopefully some of them are useful for you. And... um, Maybe you're probably familiar with a lot of them, but hopefully if you're new or looking for something, hopefully this is of use to you at some point. And of course, if you're watching this in the future, I'm sure there are new versions of these that will be out, and even new and better apps coming out as well. Um, before we do jump into that, if you like what you see here at the WhatsApp webcast, please go ahead and subscribe. It lets us know we're doing a good job. Uh, leave a like on a video, uh, and that lets us know we should keep doing this. It is a lot of work to do the What's Up webcast. It takes a lot of prep time, and especially when we're scheduling things out, um, it takes time from our team um, away from the day-to-day to make this happen. But we like doing it, and we like having the information here for you guys to see. Uh, so let us know we're doing a good job by leaving a like. Subscribe if you haven't. Um, if you have any ideas for a future episode, please email us at info@skywatcherusa.com and title it What's Up and we will try to get your idea into the queue for a future episode. Now, apps. Like I said before, we use apps all the time. We all, pretty much most of us, have some kind of smart device and we have applications for all kinds of things. And astronomy is no different. Now in astronomy, there's a lot of different ones out there. Some of these you might not even think about. Um, Actually, come to think about it, I'm thinking about one that I should have put in here And it's not an astronomy app but i will bring it up anyway um but we're gonna break this up into sections so there's three sections and the first one is functional apps i couldn't figure out a better term for these so this is what you got um now to me a functional app is a non-planetarium app not something you look up in the nighttime sky and find constellations and stuff like that it's something that's either used to calculate plan control um, some of those do jump into other types of apps. Um, but primarily, that's what I'm thinking of when it's a functional app. Um, it's not a planetarium app used to find things. It's used to, you know, prep or help find some kind of information for you. Um, and there could be a wide range of functions on these apps. Uh, it just depends on what exactly you're trying to do, what you're trying to achieve. Um but there's all kinds of them out there. Um one I just want to mention, I'm gonna mention one here in a minute, um, because I use it all the time and I've completely spaced out because it's it's one that I use so often that's not for astronomy that I completely spaced over it. So we're just gonna I'll jump into there in a second. Uh the first one, of course, is Scope Wizard. It is clearly the best app ever. Um of course it's ours. Uh, But if you don't have this we spent a lot of time making this happen this is the calculator you guys saw me pop up and do all kinds of calculations on like magnification and scope specifications and all kinds of stuff Um, so we uh, got together with some friends of ours and we made an app out of it and this is available on android and ios Um, it is free so you can go down and download that right now but it does a lot of things you can calculate magnifications uh, telescope limits Um, what i mean by telescope limits is like uh limiting magnitude you know resolution stuff like that there are things you can play with there's all kinds of calculators we plan to add more to it as we go on uh speed differences which i find very helpful being an astrophotographer um what i mean by speed difference which you can see right there um i wish I, i there's probably a way to do it i wish there was a way to hook up your device and show these live but i didn't know how to do that at the moment so sorry Maybe in the future we'll do one. Uh, speed difference is really kind of a neat calculator because a lot of us who are doing astrophotography, maybe you're looking at getting a reducer or something like that. And it's like, oh, it drops it to f5.4 or it drops it to f6.3, common reducers that are available. And what does that actually give me? You know, percentage, you know, times, you know, whatever it is. How? What is that actually going to give me? Um, i can actually go ahead and do that right now but i find that this calculator is something that i use a lot more frequently than i thought so like let's say just because i know my friends from starzone are probably watching hi steve um and scott and everyone down there um but um let me just do this so let's say you have a hyperstar and your schmidt Cassegrain is f10 and you let's say you get one of the new fancy you know hyperstar 4s they're like f1.9 is what that brings it down so by doing that i don't know if we can even see this um sorry i got too many cameras there no it's not gonna anyway it's not gonna let me do it um we can put the larger focal ratio which would be f10 versus the smaller one which would be f1.9 and then that tell through the calculator it will tell you how many times faster your exposure is going to be the slower versus the uh shorter so if we have a hyperstar um and you're using an 11 inch hyperstar and the new one's f1.9 uh your photographic speed increases 27.7 times so almost 28 times faster than f10 so basically what that means is if you take a one minute image using your hyperstar it would equate to a 28 minute image at f10 wait i might have flipped that around anyway that's it's that's how you kind of figure that out but there's all kinds of stuff in scope wizard i probably butchered that i'm sorry guys So, um, but there's all kinds of little tools in here that i basically built this calculator in excel when i was doing tech support for skywatcher and basically All these things were things that would come up with customers on the phone. Like, oh, I'm getting a Quattro Newtonian. What's the difference between that and my refractor? You know, people would want to know all that kind of stuff. Um, Light grass comparisons. Like, what's the difference between, you know, the 16 inch versus the 10 inch? You know, stuff like that, where it's actually going to give you like real data that is helpful to make decisions on. And even in the field, that can be helpful. So I had this in Excel for a long time. And then our buddy Richard uh, Wright, who we're going to have on in a couple weeks, a few weeks, um, actually came in and built it for us uh, there. So thanks a lot, Richard. And now it's a pocket-sized calculator that you can take. And we do plan on expanding it in the future. But there's all kinds of cool little calculations that I think a lot of us never knew we would need. But they are quite helpful to have on hand if you do now there's a question is scope wizard available on google play store for android or i need to download it it should be on the google play store Um, so give that a let me double check is it one word or two scope wizard is one word so try looking that up um on the google play store i have a iphone so i don't know how it shows up on the android uh the google play store but it should be there It is available it is free so that's scope wizard that's our app um yay us so uh that's that hopefully go download it you'll probably find that you end up using it more than you would think because of these little calculations they are kind of fun to play with uh this is one of the apps i was kind of talking about um earlier about it's not really an astronomy app but i use it all the time Uh, it's a gps locator app um, and it gives you your location in the correct format Um, not the decimal formats it gives you degrees minutes and seconds which is usually what you need for entering your information into like a hand controller if you don't have a gps unit Um, so i use this app all the time when i'm setting up a go-to mount um, because i don't have a gps unit on any of the mounts that i have so rather than go buy one for every single one and they do get kind of uh spendy at times um, especially if you need multiples or maybe you just don't want to buy it um, i find that these uh, gps locators are very very helpful um, because it's just they're usually a free app so download it gives you your location from your phone or your device's position Um, It makes it really nice and convenient to set up a go-to mount rather than having to spend $100, $150, $200 on a GPS unit. Just to get that information, I just use my phone. It already has the GPS built in. Pop it in the controller and done. And I'm sure there are various versions of this app out there. And there are some apps that we're going to talk about moving forward that have this function inside of it that are probably a little bit more... um, situated for astronomy they give you more information and stuff like that but um yeah so there are various apps that will give you the gps location um i usually recommend this all the time because i don't really want to go out and buy an extra gps you know unit for amount i just want to put the information in it takes 10 seconds to do it i already have a device that does it in my pocket so i just take that type the information in and done uh really quick and convenient now, while we're on this kind of stuff right here, there is another app that I should have uh, brought up, and it's buried somewhere in my phone. That there it is, um, a compass app. I use this thing all the time uh, for polar aligning, and I don't know why I didn't put it in here. This also gives GPS location, um, so I'm not going to show you or. So- i don't want you to know exactly where i'm at sorry um but that's another thing that i highly recommend is a, a nice compass app because i find that's very helpful for getting you know you got to get your mount north so i use that rather than dragging a compass out i'll just use my phone it's really convenient to have everything all in one little device um but that's an app that i use all the time as well as a compass app i think it's standard on the iphones um but I'm there are various versions out there but I should have put that in there um, because it's very similar to the GPS locator apps where it's not really astronomy but it does provide a very helpful function um, to what you might be looking to do with your, your uh, setups alright another app that I use all the time is PolarScope Align um, I have PolarScope Align and PolarScope Align Pro I don't know what the difference is. I guess maybe ads. I never had a problem with ads on the regular one, if there are any. But um, yeah, I use Pro. I didn't really know anything else about that. So, polar scope align Pro. Um, every single person that calls in for something on their Skywatcher polar scope always goes, can it gets upset that we don't orient? The polar scope, uh, reticle, you know, to the word zeros on top, sixes on bottom, three, nine. Um, quite honestly, the numbers don't matter. Just rotate your polar axis to where one line's vertical, one line's horizontal, giving you four even quadrants upper left, upper right, bottom right, bottom left. Um, so go ahead and just do that, and then open up the polar scope app and it will show you exactly which quadrant and which position polaris needs to be in just ignore the numbers they don't make any difference to the mount um we just need to get polaris in the correct position um on the reticle so it numbers don't matter just use that but uh polar scope align pro is really nice for a multitude of reasons number one it does give you your gps location so we can check that box out Um, it generally gives you the time in military time or 24 hour format. So a lot of hand controllers accept that. So that's another box it checks off. It also gives you your current locations time zone. So you can put that in the hand controller. It really helps you, especially if you're coming, uh, to a skywatcher mount, this app right here really gives you most of the information, um, that you're going to need to plug into the hand controller anyway. So that's really helpful um and then it also gives you where polaris needs to be but another reason i like this one here is that um there are multiple reticles available in this app there's astrophysics there's los mondi there's ioptron uh takahashi you know pretty much anyone that makes a mount um the developers of this app have gone in and implemented that so you can change this there's ours right there um You can easily go in for almost any mount that you want and change the reticle to whatever it is and it makes it really easy to polar align your mount you just hit this little gear right here sorry gear is right here and you're able to go in and switch it to whatever it is that you want so it's very helpful um, i find for polar alignment i recommend it to everybody that i talk to and it really just makes things so much easier um with the polar clock uh right there um like I said, it also has GPS location, which is helpful if you're trying to implement that information into your mount, and that's kind of helpful. There's also a variety of calculators available. I don't know if that's new. It might be new for Pro. Um, I'm not sure. I don't keep up with it that much, um, but it has a variety of calculators in it now for all kinds of stuff. I was really kind of surprised how many things are packed in there. Um, oh, I thought there was another slide there. Um there is I swore there was another slide in here um they do have a daytime polar alignment um on this assist as well which is really interesting if you can't see like polaris um there's a method in here i haven't messed with it but there is a daytime or uh not being able to see polaris routine in here that will help you do that so if you have that issue this might be something to check out as well um i haven't messed with it uh personally but um i know what's in there so there's some cool features in there uh let's see question here is it better to calibrate the compass of the smartphone before reliably using it um i never calibrate mine um, well yeah I do they you have to do like this figure eight thing to calibrate it so it it needs you to calibrate it regardless um so I do I haven't done it in a while and it seems to not need it very often so um but yeah the calibration thing isn't a big deal usually what I use the the compass for is just to get me close um to polar north and then when it gets dark i'll look through the polar scope and actually dial in polaris at that point but at least it gets me close at that point so you know but yeah you do calibrate it um at least the one in the iphone you do calibrate it with this little calibration routine Uh, another one i have on my phone i haven't used it in a while but it's dark sky meter um this one's kind of neat because you can actually use the camera on your phone to document the darkness levels of a site um there are sky quality meters sqm little box you know you hold them up hold this button and it you know records that information but they're they're kind of specialty to just that use like if you are going to be out measuring darknesses having your own little sqm they're not that expensive they're like a hundred and change or something at least the last time i looked um they're kind of cool to have i never found that i really needed one but this little phone app seems to do a pretty good job on it i don't know how accurate it is compared to a true sqm meter but it gets you in the ballpark Um, what's kind of cool about this is you can go around you can take multiple shots um, from different locations and it will document it puts it on a map so if you're going to different locations maybe you want to save a spot that you normally go to you can go out take a sqm or dark sky meter reading out there with your camera phone it'll record it and it will put it on your map about where you've gone where you've recorded and what the darkness level was for that location um this can be kind of a fun project if you're trying to track like light pollution changes or effects on the night sky from certain location it actually is going to give you some kind of number that you can actually record um and document things so it it could be kind of an interesting thing kind of a fun thing especially if you go to like multiple sites it might be interesting to like record uh around your local locations um to see how light pollution varies from location to location Um, of course you could do that with an sqm uh, meter but then you would have to like physically document it where the app here you it's got the camera and then the gps tag and then it also has the sqm reading on top of it so it's taking all that data and implementing it into one convenient little app and then you can always go back and check it out what it was on that day at that location so that's kind of a cool one I have it on the iPhone. I don't know if it's on Android. You'd have to check, but it's called Dark Sky Meter. So, uh, Gas Giants. This is actually made by Software Bisque, uh, same ones that make the Paramount and SkyX and stuff like that. Uh, this is kind of a neat app because it shows the locations of the moons for the gas giants. Um, you know, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. If you're not familiar, uh, what the gas giants are, maybe you're new. Uh, but what's kind of neat about this is it's good for transit so you can take this little slider bar uh down here and you can actually slide it around um it'll show you the the positions of the moons and um if there's any transits if there are a transit it will actually label the moons in white um if it's being eclipsed it's in red and um if it's eclipsing or if it's eclipsed it's blue Eclipsing's in red um But if you drag this slider there, it actually changes the time and the position of the planet and shows you what moon is where. um, And it will label it if it's going there. So um, there's all kinds of stuff you can do with this one. Again, it's from Software BISC. I find this is really nice for imaging or visual. Maybe you're out, uh, you're trying to plan for a transit so you can capture it either imaging or you're going to go out and uh, do that visually it's kind of a fun one to plan for there's a couple apps we're going to talk about that do that as well um and then of course like i said before you can actually adjust the time and the slide um down there to get that in position i don't remember if this costs anything i've had it for a while um you'd have to go on the apps i don't i did not look up if one's android one's ios um i wasn't able to reference all of those um again i'm talking from an iphone perspective and ios for all this but i'm sure most of these are supported on both platforms if they're not i'm sorry there are a lot of apps out there that do similar things so if there's not something that this app is i'm sure there's something very similar for your device uh jupiter moons Uh, this is from sky and telescope um it's very similar to gas giants but this one is specific for jupiter so um you can adjust the time you know it actually this one's kind of cool because it actually has events so if there's upcoming events it will actually list it in its own little tab which is kind of a nice thing um which i think is really a good one uh great for planning observing outings especially if you're doing uh jupiter talking to you christopher go mr jupiter so uh but yeah uh this is a good one if you you know jupiter's coming up if you want to start planning some observing time of when the red spot might be visible, when there's going to be a shadow transit or multiple transits, this is a good one to use to plan for it. This does have a fee to it. I I think it's like $3, I think. I'm not sure. But it's right in there. It's not too expensive. Um, of course, we can't leave out Saturn. So there is a version of Saturn. It's called Saturn's Moons. It does exactly the same thing. Um, you can see all the moons there. Um, You can adjust everything and all that. It doesn't look to be an events uh, one for this one. Um, But uh, there is all kinds of stuff on this one, just like the Jupiter moons. Uh, They are individual apps from what I understand. So you'd have to buy them both individually. I think they're $2.99. So you're only looking at like $6 for the two of them if you want. But that's their um, kind of a cool app that's from Sky and Telescope. So thanks for them to uh, making all that there. Uh, but that is jupiter moons and saturn moons Uh, those are the name of the apps and they basically let you see shadow transits and positions and cloud bands and ring positions as well so something kind of cool all right so this one is called sets if you're actually looking for it it's solar eclipse timer um this thing is an absolute godsend if you are doing total eclipse photography um i have not used this since 2017 i would have not been able to achieve near the accuracy of images i was able to do without this app uh so 2024 is coming up we've got a big eclipse coming up in 2020 maybe you're traveling for a, an eclipse sooner um this you need to get this app if you are going to shoot a total solar eclipse accurately and you want to get the diamond ring you want to get bailey's beads you want to get your filter on in time before you melt your sensor Um, you want to shoot totality this app is so helpful um, especially as a person who originally never shot a total solar eclipse i kind of knew what i had to do but it was all a matter of you know seconds for especially when you're coming in and out of totality um you really got to pay attention because if you're trying to get that like bailey's beads shot or a diamond ring shot when totality is happening you have very little time to get the shot and get the filter back on or pull the filter off and get the shot because you don't want to damage the equipment on the back of the optics Whether it's a lens or a telescope or whatever. Um, But it's all about time. So what this app does is it finds your location and can figure out exact times of the eclipse timeline. So it tells you when first contact is, second contact, third contact, uh, Bailey's Beads, Diamond Ring total, And it's calling them out in an audible um, countdown for everything. So, I had this running pretty much the entire time for the Eclipse because it made it so easy for me to just know, okay, now's the time to take the filter off. Now's the time to take the filter off. Um, So, I, having used this in 2017, I cannot recommend it enough for anyone who's going to be shooting 2024. I don't know if it does... Uh, other eclipses like solar eclipses like uh, partials or annulars like we have in 2023 next year we have an eclipse in October Um, I don't know if it does that I'd have to play with it I'd be surprised if it didn't but it's something to mess around with but if you are going to go shoot a solar eclipse please 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 go get this app I don't even remember if it costs anything but if it does it was worth it especially if you have no idea what you're doing um it really allows you to just be like bang 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 you're on point on time all the time um is is that's probably one of my most recommended apps for you to get um like i said especially if you don't know what you're doing for the first time especially if you're shooting like totality that filter has to come off and that's all about timing and you don't want to damage your equipment. So this will give you the callouts that you have like 10 seconds left to put that on or, or take it off or whatever it may be. It gives you these call outs. You turn the, um, the uh, volume up on your phone and it's going to give you these countdowns. It is well worth whatever if it is not free is well worth. It's probably only a few dollars, but it's well worth it. Highly recommend it. And it's an absolute must for 2024 if you plan to shoot totality. So just get it. Um, it I cannot recommend it. Not, but take some time to learn it. it. It does take a little bit of understanding of how to, but they do a very nice job on how to make it work. I've seen a lot of eclipse photographers use this and swear by it. Um, and now I can get behind that too after 2017. I can definitely tell you this app is one of, if not anything, this is the most important app in this episode if you're going to do 2024 photography eclipse or eclipse photography so that's a solar eclipse timer is what that's called now because it is our webcast and we could talk about whatever we want we're going to talk about the star adventurer console it's also called the star adventurer mini console or sam um it's kind of expanded now because of the 2i um but uh, the Star Adventure console is a free app. It's what you use to control our Star Adventure minis and the Star Adventure 2 eyes. Those are the only mounts this app works for. Um, you can do multiple functions and controls. You can do astrophotography mode, which is basic tracking. Um, so, if you want to set up your sequence, you can do that. Um, you can do astro time lapse there's all kinds of really interesting time lapses you can do in there and then of course if you have your camera paired to the star adventure it will also trigger the shutter for you as well so you can kind of just walk away and let the the mount do its thing Um, i will let you know that in astrophotography mode whatever you program into that portion of the app and when you hit run it applies that to the dial so whatever settings those are are now in the dial so if you like those settings you can just rotate it to star mode or whatever mode you want but it will apply that we have a whole episode on the 2i that kind of explains that in more detail so i would go back and watch that um, if you want to know more about that we do have our own polar clock utility as well you can see it's right there um so you can do polar alignment with that Um, but this is basically the app that you're going to need if you're buying a star adventure mini or two, I, this is the app that you use to control those mounts and the sequences and the settings and all kinds of that, uh, customization, um, that those are able to do. So, uh, that is for the star adventures, um, star adventure console app that is available on Android and iOS and it is free. So, um, that is our own app okay photo pills um photo pills i don't i thought i had this app but i don't or i might have i'll have to go back and find it photo pills is a really unique app and i've seen a lot of really serious nightscape photographers swear by it um photo pills is kind of a planning app if you will it's going to show you where the milky way is going to be um you can plan where the moonrise is going to be um sunset whatever is going on um it really is a tool that lets you set up for some really unique shots um so if you're trying to get like the moon rising behind some kind of target and you want to know where it is maybe there's a landscape you're trying to get the milky way in front of and you want to compose it um photo pills is the app for that this one screenshot does nothing in- comparison to what this app does it is a little spendy as far as apps go it's about eleven dollars for photo pills um highly worth it especially if you're a nightscape photographer because you can use these augmented realities uh capability that's in there and you can really plan pretty accurately about you know how this will look in front of this and you know where the milky way will be at this time and with the augmented reality in your camera you can be like okay we're out at this rockscape or we're out at a forest or a lake and I want to know where the Milky Way is going to be at what time so I can get this shot this app will let you do that amongst many many other things Um, but it can also help with exposure, locations, planning Um, it's uh, very very helpful um, to do all of that I highly recommend um taking a look at that and it's so worth uh all of that so um definitely worth getting into that um that app uh, like i said it's about 11 bucks so it's a little bit more expensive than most of these apps but if you're a nightscape photographer and you're trying to do milky way stuff this is App is really what you should be getting um to do that. It would really make your workflow a lot easier because you can really plan a lot more efficiently um, when you're going out to a site to do that. So um PhotoPills is an amazing app, like I said. They have a very nice website that actually explains all of the capabilities. Um, but it's a very, very powerful tool. And if you are a nightscape photographer, um it is highly recommended. To get that app because it can really help you plan um everything. Hold on just a sec. There we go. Alright, so that's photo pills. Uh definitely worth getting. Um I need to probably go get it. I th- swear I had it, but you know. Uh our other app here is SynScan Pro. SynScan Pro, of course, is Skywatchers app. If you are running a Wi Fi device, um az gti az gti e one of our flex tube dobs has the built-in wi-fi the new star adventure gti if you ask me again about when star adventure gti's are going to show up um let me just address this really quick the first shipment of star adventure gti's for the united states and canada is currently on the water as we speak and should be here by the end of the month it's july um a very small shipment will show up some of you will pre-order it will probably get them and then in August, we have a much larger shipment coming in. So a lot of you who have pre-ordered them here in the U.S. and Canada will probably be seeing them in the next couple months. Um, some of you might be able to be seeing them in the next six to eight weeks-ish. So it's getting close uh, for some of you. But that's just so you guys know. But yeah, the wi- SynScan Pro, uh, the Wi-Fi uh, mounts, uh, this is the app that controls all of that. Um, even if you have the Wi-Fi adapter. Um, so it's wireless control can do alignment location, various other controls. Uh, it, it can be moved. Uh, you can move control over to popular planetarium apps once you've done the alignment, uh, which we'll get into a little bit later. Um, but that's something that you can uh, check out there. But if you're going to get Any one of our wireless uh, Wi-Fi-based mounts, not the Star Adventure 2i or the Mini, those use their own thing, but any of our go-to Wi-Fi systems, please get SynScan Pro. It has everything you would ever need, um, and you can route control the Luminos or Sky Safari, which are two very popular uh, planetarium apps uh, that are available there. So, uh, yeah, so there's that it's free as well it's on android and ios so and it's on windows so we did a whole video on this a few weeks ago about that so um so if you need a deep dive into it uh, we'll do that so weather apps so we're done with like the functional uh apps there's probably a better name for it but i couldn't figure it out weather apps uh, i Figured should be in its own section some of you have already uh brought a lot of this up already but uh the one i use the most at least i like to it's called my radar Uh, the reason i like my radar is it shows a wide variety of weather systems and it also animates them so it shows lightning strikes and severity of the storms uh you know and all kinds of things in it i don't think it's i think there's a free version of it and then there's like a pro version that doesn't have apps or doesn't have ads and all that kind of stuff um i use this quite a lot particularly here in arizona when we're in the monsoon season and we might be doing a outreach event or something like that it's a good way to keep track of what the cells are doing around you and how severe they might be i really like using this all the time it's just kind of fun to see great for tracking various types of weather and lightning um it's also good for storm chasing if that's what you're into as well um but that's my radar um i like using this a lot it's just one of the several weather apps we're going to talk about but this one is pretty elaborate it's not so much for astronomy but it actually gives you a really nice visual about how cells and weather around you might be working so so the next one would be atmosphere or i'm sorry astrospheric this was recommended to me by a friend of mine who's a professional astronomer they use this a lot Um, if you're if you're familiar with a a website called clear sky clock um, clear sky clock actually has their own app for android but they haven't done it for ios as far as i know this is the most similar uh to that and basically it gives you a timeline and then the bluer the blocks are the better so it it gives you cloud cover transparency um all kinds of stuff there and then of course temperature and uh, when the sun rises and sets stuff like that Um, there is some animation up here in the maps area so that's kind of a a nice feature it's not as good as the my radar app that's why i kind of like to use those in tandem um so that's something to take a look at um it gives you a nice easy readout for astronomy purposes um just using those blue bricks uh right there so the the bluer the color the better the brighter or wider the color the worse it is outside so that's a fun one to use um the percentages for cloud cover are also helpful. There's a bunch of stuff. Of course, we've got a big old ad down there. Um, but there are other details that you can slide down and scroll down on it to actually see what's going on there. So, um, yeah, there's that as well the other one is good to stargaze which a lot of you have already brought up this is a really nice app that does a bunch of stuff actually it's a very nice clean layout if you're a beginner this is a very nice app to have because it's it's just going to tell you where things are you know you don't have to look at any kind of you know blue markers or something like that Um, it just gives you a very nice clean layout of you know what we're looking at um, right now you can see here in arizona it was very nice With a a nice wind chill of 103 degrees. Um, No precipitation. So the fun thing about here in Arizona, I tell people a lot because we have no humidity here. Unless it just had a major storm. Um, The level of humidity out here is to the point where if you ever try to fog the upper lens of an eyepiece or like a lens to wipe it off. You can hold a lens up to your, like, practically your mouth and blow on it. And the air and moisture will generally evaporate before it hits the glass. So there is no humidity here for the most part. Which, that's why all the big telescopes are here for the most part. Um, But this is a very nice laid out app. It is free. I downloaded it um, and messed with it um but it's a great little app to have if you're a beginner and you just need something to give you a nice readout this is a good one to have i know it does some other stuff too i just didn't have time to play around with it as much um but this is an excellent app for anybody who's looking for you know just a good one to work with all right um the light pollution app um or a light pollution map or LPM. Um, this is kind of a fun one. It's not so much a weather app, but it it's an interactive light pollution map. So if you wanted to see like where you are and where that lays out as far as how dark it is, um, this is a fully functional version of that. Um, so it's got a very nice Google Earth overlay. Um, you can ping different locations, uh, but this is a good one. Uh, to actually have uh, around if you just want to talk about how the dark sites work. Um, it's good for finding observing sites if you're looking for something um, to go out, and you maybe you're trying to find your current location and see if it's dark enough out there. Um, it can also be used for aurora observing if you're in the northern hemisphere, or I'm sorry, northern northern or southern latitudes, technically. Um, it'll tell you if there's any auroras going on right now. So. Um, that's a pretty good one to have uh, and mess around with. Probably not one you would use all the time, but it does give you a nice layout of your particular site. Not so much a weather app, probably more of a functional app. But um, yeah, so there's that. Those are the weather apps uh, that are basically, and I'm sure there's more that I've missed out. But for me, I usually use my radar because it gives me the whole radar look and shows me where cells are, are out there. And then I'll use Astrospheric To actually get kind of what the weather's looking like. And if it looks questionable. Like we were at the Grand Canyon Star Party a couple weeks ago. The weather was really weird up there. Because we're getting into monsoons. Um, We were able to use my radar to track the cells. And be like okay this cell will be out of the way by this time. So it's okay to set up. And then we would use Astrospheric to see when the clearing would actually occur. So those are the two apps I like to use in tandem with each other so i can actually see where things are going as well as kind of get a time now they're not always accurate um but it's helpful so all right the big ones planetarium apps i'm pretty sure every single one of us has one of these at some somewhere on their phone there is a few of them out there i didn't list all of them just the ones that i have on my phone and know the most about the first one is luminos uh luminos all these are going to be interactive planetarium apps. You can move it around. The graphics are really nice. Uh, this was the first app to really work as a planetarium app for the SynScan Pro and Wi-Fi mounts for Skywatcher. Um, they kind of were the first ones to crack that code to have a planetarium app that could actually function with the uh, Skywatcher mounts. So big, big uh, shout out to Luminos and the team. Uh, it's very nicely laid out um it's got nice graphics you can you can find all kinds of things in it uh field of view graphics for eyepieces and scopes and cameras so if you're trying to frame something up that's a very nice way to do it um you can adjust time so you can figure out what's going to be up at certain times but uh luminos is a very very nice app that's available out there i don't remember if it costs i think it has a small fee to it but i don't remember uh sky guide um sky guide is one of those apps that you just hold up to the nighttime sky it's not as elaborate as luminos is it's really just more of an interactive you know move your way around the sky find some constellations and cool things um, and you can search um but uh it's a fun one especially if you're a beginner or you just kind of want to figure out where what star is um sky Guide's very nice the graphics on this are actually re- i think one of my favorite because they're not these oddly animated looking one there's something very elegant about the graphics on this app that's all i can say about it um but it's very nice it's very clean um looking so uh sky guide is very nice um it, it is on ios i don't excuse me i don't know if it's on android or not but very nice laid out very clean app so um that's just something that you can use to kind of peruse the nighttime sky at that point starwalk 2 um i didn't put starwalk in here because starwalk has basically um gotten around for a long time i've seen people at my events use it all the time starwalk 2 is just the evolution of that um you can just hold it up to the nighttime sky the graphics are very nice um on this one, I like also that it shows where meteor showers are going to be with little shooting stars, and there's some comets listed and uh, things like that. So you can use it for more advanced targets. Um, it's got a search function like most of them do, so if you're trying to find a different object in the nighttime sky, you can actually use it, and it shows you where to go with it. But that's Star Walk 2. Um, Star Walk is still a very viable app. It's still available out there. This is just the second generation of it. Um, I'm not sure which one I like better, actually. Um, I still tend to end up just using Starwalk because it's it's the first one. Um that's on my phone. Um but it does have some various features that are not uh that have been added to to Starwalk too so. Um another app out there is Orbit Track. Um someone uh mentioned ISS Spotter. Um there's a lot of these out there. ISS Spotter is a good app to show you when you're going to have a flyby for the International Space Station um orbit track is kind of a level up on that because it shows a lot of different satellites uh, this is kind of a spin-off of the sky safari branch um so it's made by the same team but it's more specialized to satellites so i've used this one a lot at events where if we see a satellite flying by and we're pointing it out to the public we can open up the app figure out which one it is and it actually gives you a nice little layout of You know, what it is, when did it launch, you know, is it active, is it a rocket booster, whatever it is. It kind of gives you some cool uh, information to provide to people there as well. Um, I really like using it for outreach events um, and showing stuff. Or you can just figure out what just ruined your image um, and flew through your shot. So there are various versions of these apps out there if you're looking to track satellites um there are some other apps we're going to talk about that have this already in them but orbit track is is one of them that is available i think this one last i checked was only on ios um but it might have changed because i got this a couple years ago so it might have changed um let's see i believe it will be better to wipe off any dust slash grease over the smartphone camera lens shield before using a sky quality yeah i would probably make sure the lenses on your camera phone are clean before using a sky quality meter app because it might diffuse some of the light so um starwalk someone was mentioning starwalk does give you notifications for the iss and hubble and all kinds of stuff my phone goes off all the time should probably delete one of them because i get it from starwalk and starwalk too and i don't need the same notification all the time uh, star sense explorer this is from celestron this is another kind of spinoff from the sky safari branch um, if you've never used one of celestron star sense explorer telescopes let me tell you right now they're some of the best beginner telescopes available and not even so much the telescope itself the telescopes are nice um, but obviously they have to be maintained on a, a budget-friendly level But what's done with the app in your smartphone when paired with one of these telescopes is quite impressive. Um, They usually have like a little mount somewhere. A little phone mount that you put your phone in. Open up the app and there's a mirror. So the light from the sky bounces off the mirror up into your camera phone. And it plate solves and allows you to figure out where certain things are in the nighttime sky. Um, I got to play with one of the... I technically own one. It's still on loan to someone. I gave it to them before COVID. So it's floating around somewhere. Um if you're a beginner, the StarSense Explorer telescopes quite frankly are awesome. Um this app makes it so nice to get to know the nighttime sky and you already have it in your pocket. Um I don't think the app costs anything but in order to activate it with whatever you have, um there's a code card that comes with the telescope and you plug that in and it activates everything. But um, this is really an impressive system. If you're just getting started, even if you've been doing it for a while, it's a very impressive system um, to get started um, doing that. But this app is really designed to only work with the. You can use it, but it's really only there for the StarSense Explorer setups. But it's a very impressive system when it's all put together. So there is that. All right. Last but not least, Sky Safari. I'm sure many of us have or have used or currently use Sky Safari. It is one of the most powerful apps out there. Um, it comes in various versions. Um, I don't know all the ones there. It used to be like amateur, I think, and like or maybe it was just Sky Safari, then it was like plus and then there's pro. Um, I think plus and pro are the ones that you need if you want to actually control your telescopes. It has a wide selection of capabilities to control a telescope with wi-fi capability Um, it does require some kind of wireless connection so you might have to look at whatever telescope you're using and how that actually integrates Um, but uh, i always recommend going with the pro version Uh, the pro version has the widest range of targets you can think of uh, i was looking up the new one they just they just released uh, not too long ago which is sky safari 7 um the pro version has 100 million stars and 3 million galaxies in it along with all kinds of weird stuff a lot of the really obscure targets i like to go view and observe and image like ldns lbn barnard um palomar just like really stupid faint weird targets nine times out of ten sky safari will have it in some way quasars it's nuts how much stuff is packed in this app i used to bring out books and print charts and all kinds of stuff i don't do any of that anymore because i use sky safari um so sky safari is probably where the bar is set Um, it's a beautiful interface the graphics on it are rival many many more advanced expensive softwares out there Um, you can customize things Uh, you can build your own observing lists catalogs Um, it has equipment field of view graphics you can set i use this a lot if i'm planning a a shot for a night i'll find the target and kind of figure out where it's going to be it really helps for planning and orientation um You can actually figure out when there's going to be transits on some of the the planets and stuff like that that's really helpful Um, you can set up all kinds of different observing um targets Uh, if you see my screenshot here you see all these little green dots i just have a lot of different settings like i have the abel catalog highlighted because i really like abel planetaries um, and nebulas so i have a lot of things in there but it is a humongous app if you're getting Pro, and it's probably the more expensive one out there. I've 25, 30 bucks if you're getting the Pro version. It's way, way, way worth it though. Um, but you will want to make sure that whatever device you're going to download it on has enough memory on it. Most of them should, unless you've got 47,000 pictures of your kids, like me, um, or telescopes or whatever is on there um but make sure you've got room because it's a couple gigs uh for this app but i would really recommend looking at the pro version because you will never have to take a star chart out with you again because it has everything in it if it doesn't have it it's probably just under another name is what i found and but it's phenomenal um our app uh SynScan pro does now connect to it so any of our wi-fi devices you would do an initial alignment in our app and then once the mount is aligned and oriented you can then move command over to sky safari in the background and then use sky safari to point your SkyWatcher wireless wireless um, device but uh sky safari is really where the bar is set um, i think many of us realize that probably a lot of us have it already um but it's a well worth uh, investment if you're going to do it. But sky safari is probably the best in my opinion when it comes to the planetarium apps um, out there. Well, guys, that's pretty much it. We actually did really good on time. I was a little worried about this episode that we blow through it really quick, but we landed it perfectly. Um, so if you like what you see here, uh, please go ahead and subscribe, leave a like. If you have an app that you might recommend and we didn't talk about put it in the comments so people in the future can see and see what's out there and available. So um but yeah, we appreciate you watching. Um uh, this again was our app episode. Next week if you want to join us, we're going to introduce our Quattro 150, our new baby Quattro. It's actually out. They're already shipping if you want to get one, but we're going to do a whole video about the little telescope and this is a really neat little tube. Um, and it has a lot of unique little features on it as well. So uh, join us next week. We're going to go into details about that. Um, be really cool to have you guys on. And uh, we'll be talking about that next week. But, if, uh, but thanks for hanging out with us this Friday. I appreciate it. Please have a safe weekend. Go out and do some observing. Maybe look at the moon. Um, and if you're here in the southwest, don't burn up. So... Um, other than that thank you all for watching and have a safe weekend clear skies and we will see you guys next friday take care bye